our cancer journey. Hey, OCJ Tribe friends. Welcome to the second installment of our special mini podcast series called Your Mindset and You. And on today's program, it is storytelling time. That's right. We're going to talk about a couple of really great examples, how mindsets can create paradigms and how sometimes those paradigms can be terribly wrong. So let's jump into the show and learn more about the power of a mindset. The Our Cancer Journey podcast is a place for those impacted by cancer, their caregivers, and their loved ones. Together, we explore ways that we can optimize our lives through the experiences of diagnosis and treatments and beyond into the future of survivorship. And now your host, Bruce Watkins. Greetings, everyone. I am Bruce Watkins, your host for the Our Cancer Journey podcast. This is the place where together we explore ways to help you feel better, live happier, expand your self-empowerment, and enhance your life experience. Welcome to this second episode in a series on the topic of mindset and you. That's right, mindset and you. In our first episode on this topic, I highlighted a working definition of what a mindset was. Now, this is a very hotly debated topic, and there's psychologists and cognitive researchers that for decades have argued back and forth on what the components are of how our mind works, how memories and intuition and expectations all wrap together to create a paradigm in our mind so we can make sense of what we experience. Now, for our purposes here in our little mini-series, we're just trying to illustrate that the mindset is a tool and it is separate from us. We covered those basic things in the first episode. At the end of the first episode, I mentioned that I would tell you a couple of stories that would illustrate, very simply, how a paradigm can be created and how the real us can see the shift when we realize that what our mindset created was wrong. After this episode, in which we're going to tell some brief and hopefully illustrative stories about how mindset works, we'll start diving deeper into how mindset can affect our physiological body, our choices and our beliefs about the future, and even help us or harm us when we're trying to deal with stress. So that's why we're spending time on this topic, because the first steps of self-empowerment come with self-awareness. So let's jump right into Episode 2 of the Mindset and You series. OCJ Tribe friends, I love stories. I think they're wonderful because storytelling is the most effective way that human beings can share their most vulnerable emotions and can communicate the deepest of meaning to one another. There's a reason why our species has been doing this since the very beginning of our evolution. So let's jump into two stories that I think will be very effective illustrations of our topic today. This first story was told to me by a work colleague several years ago. He was a really nice guy and he really liked self-improvement. He signed himself up for a seminar with a consulting company called Franklin Covey. It was founded by a world-famous author by the name of Stephen Covey, who wrote a really popular book at the time. You may have heard of it. It's called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. It sold a gazillion books. Anyway, a lot of people bought it, and it was very popular. So popular, in fact, they went on to create this big consulting company, and they built programs for people's personal communications and business communications, and they wrote a whole bunch more books. And there's still an ongoing concern today. So I'm going to tell you a story that he heard at one of their seminars. It really moved him. And when he told me that story, it really impacted me too. And I think it will you as well. And before I begin the story, I want to make something clear. Big disclaimer here. 
I am not promoting, running a commercial for, or actively endorsing Franklin Covey and their materials at all. I know people that have been helped by that company and their materials. I know a few people that have gone to some of their seminars, and it wasn't their cup of tea. And that's okay, too, because I truly believe that each one of us learn in a different way. That's why there's so many voices in the world. But the other thing I learned is this. I truly believe that great ideas and meaningful stories can come from anywhere. We are all different, and we're all flawed, too. So it's sad to me to see a culture that discounts people because there's something about them they don't like, but the person winds up telling them a truth or something that really could resonate and help people, and they discount it. So I look for great ideas anywhere, and this story is a great example of a paradigm shift. I do want to tell you that the iteration of the story I'm going to tell you is my friend's version. That's the one I heard, and that's the one that moved me. So I want to say to the Franklin Covey people, if you're listening, my apologies if I don't get the entire wording of the story correctly. I promise I will do my absolute best to communicate the deeper meaning of this very wonderful story. So thank you very much for that. And if you do want to see Stephen Covey recite a very abbreviated version of the story, I'm going to put a link to a video where he does that into the show notes of this show. So here's the story my friend told me. Stephen Covey, or I'll say Stephen, talked of a time when he had a major paradigm shift on a Sunday morning on a subway in New York. He described the scene in the subway car. It's typical of every public transportation thing in most societies. People were reading newspapers. People were lost in thought. People were resting with their eyes closed. They basically were avoiding eye contact. They were doing what we all do, trying to stay as disconnected as possible. The car was quiet and it was calm. He was sitting there with everybody else riding along in the car. Suddenly, this man came on with these children onto the subway. Stephen said the kids were really rambunctious and disorderly. It instantly changed the entire climate of the car. The man shuffled down the aisle and then plopped down near Stephen, slumped over with his eyes closed, oblivious of the situation in the car and his unruly children. As the man sat quietly and apparently completely unaware, the children yelled back and forth. They were throwing things. Stephen even said that the kids grabbed a newspaper out of somebody's hand. I mean, it sounded like a completely disturbing and disrupting environment. And yet the man sat there and did absolutely nothing. Well, like many people, Stephen said he was starting to get irritated. He just couldn't believe the fact that this person could be so insensitive and let his kids run wild throughout the train and he would take no responsibility for it at all. It was really obvious to see that everybody in the subway car was feeling irritated too. So finally Stephen Covey, having assessed the situation clearly, decided to say something to the man. Even though he was irritated, he tried to be patient and use some restraint. He said to the guy directly, Sir... Your children are really disrupting a lot of people. I wonder if you couldn't control them a little more? It was at this point that Stephen said that the man sitting next to him, the man who was failing to control his children, the man who wasn't paying attention, the man who Stephen had just made a stern request to, finally began to lift his gaze. As if he was just coming to consciousness for the first time, 
the man looked in Stephen's direction and said softly, Oh, I, I guess you're right. I guess I, I guess I should do something about it. You see, we just came from the hospital where their mother died about an hour ago. I don't know what to think. I guess they don't know how to handle it either. It's at this point of the story that the presenter generally waits a moment before they comment. They want to provide some space so people listening to the story can feel the full impact of a paradigm shift. When Stephen does begin to comment about his experience, he starts off with this phrase, Can you imagine how I felt? Well, could you? I know I could. When I heard that story, my heart fell out of my chest. Stephen goes on to say that for him, that paradigm shift changed everything. In a split second, he no longer saw that man the way he saw him just moments before. Stephen said he saw things differently, he felt differently, and he behaved differently. Stephen didn't have to think about controlling himself or his irritation. All of that was gone and his heart ached with pain for this man, a human being he was judging just moments before, who now he felt great sympathy for and compassion for him and his children. Stephen turned to the man, and after confirming what he heard, could only say, How can I help? Hey, Tribe friends, it is Bruce, and I'm popping into the show for just a minute to ask you a personal favor. When it comes to podcast, subscriber numbers, ratings, and positive comments the show receives really helps people to discover the show and its content. Our mission is to try to get out important information to help empower people and to help people enhance the quality of their lives. If you like what we're doing here at the Our Cancer Journey podcast, or you feel it may be beneficial for others, if you'd be kind enough to subscribe, give us a favorable rating and a couple of nice comments too, we'd be greatly appreciative and we could be helping other people discover our program. Thanks a lot for listening. Let's get back to the show. Well, that particular story is a pretty powerful example about how mindsets and paradigms can affect us. And I hope you connected with it, but if for some reason you can't see yourself on a subway car, then you likely can remember a time when you thought something was the way it was. You thought somebody was who they were in your mind. Or mindset. You stewed on it, you believed it, and then later you found out you were terribly wrong. Think of that situation. The point here is this. The person that realized that you were wrong, all of those constructs, from the mindset to the paradigm, are outside of you, that you are the person that realized it's not reality. That person, that real you, is who I'm talking to right now. Okay, well, that story was pretty heavy, but it was a great illustration of mindsets and paradigms. For our final story today, let's do something pretty simple, really direct, and something I'm pretty sure that everybody listening can relate to. Think of this. 
Have you ever had one of those days when something was bothering you? Maybe even deep down inside, you're not thinking about it all the time. Could be anything. Could be something that happened at work. Could be a little tiny issue in your relationship that you haven't yet addressed. Whatever the case, you go to bed at night and you can feel a sense of unease. After an hour or two, you start to wake up a little bit. You toss, you turn, and at some point in the middle of the night, you wind up on your back and you are staring at the ceiling. I know you know what I'm talking about. And what happens is, you first start thinking of a word or two. Then you start having a feeling. And then after a few minutes, you're seeing what is the equivalent of a full-length movie playing in front of you. It's bits and pieces of scenes of what happened, what a person said, how you felt, how you think they felt, and you're going through the situation over and over and over again. You're unhappy about something, but whatever it is, out of the blue, a meteor comes in like from outer space and hits your earth. You have this realization that something was wrong. You realize the person may not have meant what they said. You realize you didn't understand another fact. It just dawned on you that you had a conception about what was going on and you were utterly and completely wrong. What you did, what you said, what you believed, how you behaved, any part of that or all of it was a major issue. You see your behavior and your thoughts in a whole different light. Okay, so now when that happens, Have you ever said these words? Oh my God, what did I do? Why did I do that? What was I thinking? Well, if you thought that, well then, congratulations. You are part of the human race, my friend. You are just like me, all of our fellow listeners, and everybody else on this planet. We get caught in mindsets and paradigms, and when that paradigm shift occurs, that is the opportunity for us to reset and re-remember who we truly are. Now, at this point, if you're thinking, okay, Bruce, that was some pretty interesting stuff on mindset. Thanks for that. I think that's useful, but I'm still not clear about why we're talking about mindsets here on the Our Cancer Journey podcast. Well, there's a very, very good reason. Getting a solid understanding of mindsets and paradigms and how we empower them is critically important at any time in our lives, and especially at times when we're facing great adversity, like, say, maybe a serious health diagnosis. (laughs) Well, whether that's you facing that diagnosis, or you have a friend or a loved one that is and you're supporting them, keeping this information front of mind can help empower you and make a difference in your life. Okay, folks, this concludes the second episode that introduces the Mindset and You series that we're doing here on the Heart Cancer Journey podcast. Remember, we will be doing our regular interview shows as well as some other fun stuff, too, on the podcast. So please stay tuned to each and every episode. And I have a quick favor I want to ask of you. We would love to hear from you here at the Our Cancer Journey podcast. We'd like to know what you think about the show and especially what kind of topic ideas that you have that you'd like to hear about please go to our webpage at www.ourcancerjourney.com. That's O-U-R, cancerjourney.com. When you get there, click on the Contact Menu button 
and then send us a note. Tell us what you think. We would love to hear from you, and we read every single submission. Really appreciate your feedback, and thank you for sending that note. And the next couple of episodes in the Mindset mini-series that we're doing are going to talk about how our outlooks and our beliefs can influence what we think, how we feel, and even our physiological bodies as well. So stay tuned for those. And before you go, I'd like to remind you of this. Each day, we still have the power to empower ourselves and improve our lives. Because this is our cancer journey. This episode of the Our Cancer Journey podcast is sponsored and produced by Fairlead Media. All rights reserved.